Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Happy Friday the 13th. Ooh. Is it Friday Good the 13th? Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Friday, May 13th. And we're going to have a high of 17 degrees here in the Edmonton region today. And acid rain. <laughs> we might get a brief thunderstorm in the afternoon around noon. So uh, maybe some spooky things will happen around then. It wouldn't be afternoon at noon, though. Just like to point that out for you can't be afternoon at noon it has to oh, be at noon before at noon or at afternoon noon. at noon at noon jeez get it together <laughs> this is a serious morning show Is this thing on okay good hey how's everybody doing uh we are broadcasting live on the podbean app as we do every morning at 6 a.m if you would like to listen live if you would like to get your questions answered free coaching Download the Podbean app, search Real Estate Investing Morning Show, and listen at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Or listen to the recordings and and live your life full of re regret. And haphazardly. Yeah. Chris literally just woke up. We're reading the chat here. Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> Chris, so did we. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do have a coffee and I did make it down the stairs. Not laying in bed with my eyes just popped open. True, 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 true. Yeah. I I had a, a I think I had a good sleep last night. I, I slept through the night. I don't remember waking up a bunch or anything, but I feel so groggy. I feel like I didn't sleep oh, a wink. Enough. I don't know why. Why would that happen? I well because I was so stressing weird. out all night and I was seemed like I woke up every other hour thinking about something. Feels and, so uh, weird. I was probably huffing and puffing. And blowing the house down. Cool. Pretty sure I slept through it. <laughs> Why are you so stressed, Wayne? I'm not stressed. Did I say stressed? You said stressing. Why Stress are you so stressed? I'm not stressed. I'd just be stressing. What you got going on? What was on your mind? Oh, just all the stuff I put in motion yesterday. Like what? Just stuff. Just oh, stuff. like, do you mean that, like, maybe at, like, 10 o'clock last night, Calvin called you and, and, and said you have another deal? Yeah. Was that also, like, two yesterday? You got two, two new deals yesterday? That you bought stressing two about? houses unconditionally yesterday. Is that what you're <laughs> up thinking about? Well, when I write offers, I don't, I don't expect to get all of them accepted. Yeah. But when, when you're good, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm not stressed. I am stressing, but I <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeremy says I hear you guys have too many deals right now. It's not that we have too many deals. It's just um, all happening have, at once. <laughs> they're all happening at once. Yeah. So we got two under contract yesterday. Unconditional. Unconditional. And when are they closing, Wayne? Wayne Hillier. Uh, the twenty fourth and the twenty sixth. Oh, so like, and the 17th. so like, so like next week, and then like twelve days from now, and like fourteen days from now. 
That's correct. Oh, that sounds logical. Sounds, yeah. You know. we, well, we're losing. I mean, today I, mean, I can get some stuff done today, but then we're going to lose this weekend. So it's like nine days and and whatever, 11 days, 12 <laughs> days. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 easy enough. It's just what I just did was I just added a shit ton to the pile. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a big list and I don't like lists. I like I like conquering. Um, you conquered now you have to pay for it. <laughs> I'm just hoping you could you could clean up my mess. Nah, you got this funny story. I said uh, someone messaged me last night and they happen to be on the live show today and I will let them bring it up if they'd like to bring it up. But uh, they had asked about uh, the, the, the properties and they, they said that they were putting offers on houses yesterday too. And I said, oh, maybe it's the same house. That's Melissa there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, she goes, no, it's not the same house. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And she's like, well, what's the house? And I sent you the addresses this morning. She's like, crap, you, you did. You got that house. You beat me. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Interesting, though. Um, Wayne did not have the highest bid. In fact, I think he had the lowest bid out of five on this house. I really want to talk about my tactics on the show. I was, tip- <laughs> I was tiptoeing around it. Yeah, I beat her. I beat her by 10 grand. Oh, I'm not just talking about her. I'm saying you beat four other offers. Yeah, five. Oh, I thought it was five. There in total. were five offers on the table. Five others, but I yes. Okay, so there were six. Be, yes, but I believe they were conditional. Yes. Um, and Wayne was the lowest offer. I was the lowest. Yeah. Unconditional. Because what we've been finding is that they are that the last several houses that we've put offers on is that they are taking the highest offer with conditions, right? So the, it was interesting that they accepted yours. Yes, I. Uh, I am studying the data. Um, very closely, um, because you know that was listed yesterday morning, if I recall. Melissa can correct me. Um, yeah, it was listed yesterday morning, and I remember hopping right on it, and I said, "I need you to head down there right away today. Do a FaceTime uh, walkthrough for me." Um, we did the. F- I don't know if you guys were following Gabby's stories yesterday. Gabby um, and I went out for um, celebratory tacos because we were signing another property at Barry's office at Field Law. And uh, we, God, we got there at 12 for our tacos. We had an hour to kill. It's right next to the the lawyer's office. And then we get there and there's a long lineup and it's like we're opening at 1230 today. I'm like, fuck. So we're waiting outside and then we finally get inside and Calvin, our realtor, um, calls us at like 1240 and says, Hey, I'm here. So I'm outside, you know, watching a FaceTime video and next to a, a, a noisy Mexican restaurant. Um, and, uh, Gabby's eating tacos alone. I came <laughs> back to the table, just like scarfed three very quickly. And I'm like, okay, we got to go. And, um, yeah, so it's so a Gabby, did, Gabby did a little story there saying that she's doing tacos and transactions by herself, but that was the house. I was doing a walkthrough on that house, um, through FaceTime. And then we wrote an unconditional offer. That is not something that you should be doing. Um, 
and, and and please, Melissa, don't don't um don't be like, oh, that's what I have to do in order to win. I don't want you to do that because, um, depending on your, your experience level, like this is just from my experience and your level. trust with your realtor too. Yeah. Yes, um, that I I I just know what I need to see, and that's why I had him go through it on video, and it's like, hey, take take me to this spot, take me to this spot. I want to see this spot. Count the number of windows. Um, what colors yeah. the tub? It's blue. <laughs> is uh, it? Yes, blue. Uh, count the windows, check the roof, that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I'm comfortable with doing that. And then we, I, I said, like, get that offer in right away and, and word it this way. And, and, and here's what the conditions are. And here's what the terms are, not the conditions, but the, the terms of like, you know, yeah. possession date, et cetera. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, I, with experience, you, um, you know how to structure things. And also you try and get as much intel about the seller as possible, right? Because you're it's kind of difficult when you're working through realtors. You can't meet with the seller directly. Mm-hmm. And you can't really figure out what it is that's that motivates them, what's what they're trying to get. Um so you have to ask your realtor to ask their realtor to ask the seller. The seller tells their realtor, tell their realtor. And it's 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 too many, too many layers of friction and um I don't know. It's 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 kind of like that old telephone game where it's like your your message doesn't necessarily get received the way that you want it to be received, and their response is, is kind of you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, diluted. But anyways, uh, but yeah, we I try to get as much information about the seller as I could, um, looking up online and um, and asking you know the realtor to ask the other realtor, and that way we can structure our offer in the most favorable way for that particular seller. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always the same strategy. Yeah. And uh, cover letters, cover letters are important too. Yeah. Um, Melissa said that she did a FaceTime viewing as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, yeah, so pretty neat. Uh, Jeremy asked, where is this one? It's in Sherwood Park. Mm-hmm. Wilson Wilson says we are closing on a full duplex today after two weeks delay. Congrats. Nice. Congrats. Lots of people moving, lots of people shaking. <laughs> um what else we got here in the comments? Jeremy says uh, an inspection saved him forty thousand dollars earlier this week. Who sorry, who said that? Jeremy. Is that the one that Jeremy had under contract? Oh, uh, I don't know. What came up, Jeremy? What was on the, what was the $40,000 fix that would have had to happen? Always curious to see what comes up. We've had, um, I'm trying to think of like all the stuff that we've seen on inspections. I don't think anything that would have been quite 40 We've seen lots of interesting stuff on inspections. Uh, oh, asbestos around the furnace I was going to replace. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, other big things could be um, uh, when you do a sewer scope. Yeah. You know, um, tree roots. Yeah. Yeah, you know, damaging a sewer line. Yeah. Um, we found a, we had a huge, like, um, how big inch. would you call this? Eight inch hole in. <laughs> In our um, sewer line at one of our that's properties. So funny about that. Nothing. It's just like that's like pretty okay. Okay. <laughs> significant. <laughs> yeah, we had a huge eight-inch hole in uh, in the sewer line at one of our properties, which we we still own, and literally like it had been vacant for a while. So 
um, the 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 inspector and the city were both shocked. I think the inspector had said that was the biggest, like just gaping hole he's ever found in a sewer line. <laughs> and um, thankfully for us, I mean, like we could have used it as a negotiating tool and then had to like gone in and dig up the yard and get it repaired and all that kind of stuff. Um, but thankfully when I called the city, um, we found out that it was on the, on the city's property. So they went in and, and it was actually um, just hit the street. So it was like right on the edge of the property, just hit the street. So they had to dig up the concrete and they were, they were there within like 24, 48 hours. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cody says, great to be listening to the live show again. Had to listen to recordings all week. Welcome back, Cody. What happened, Cody? Yeah. Where were you? I was actually genuinely curious. I thought maybe I said something. (laughs) You noticed he was gone? Yeah. I pay attention to who's on live. I'm always <laughs> collecting data, Gab. I'm always collecting data. Um, yeah, I was curious. I thought maybe I um, thought maybe I said something. Have you swore one too many times? No, I think he, <laughs> I think he shows up for that. Uh, Chris asked in the in the live chat here, what type of property was this? Uh, was I don't this? even know, Wayne. What type of property <clears throat> is it? <laughs> I have no clue what this house is. I have to is. think about it because we bought two yesterday. We've only been talking about one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this one is a uh, bi-level. A bi-level. Um, okay. Bi-level in Sherwood Park. I think it's about 1,150 square feet. Three up, one down. It's already got an in-law suite. Um, in-law meaning it's not a legal permitted suite. Non-conforming. Uh the layout is actually quite decent. I mean, obviously it needs all new paint and flooring and stuff like that and windows, but the layout is actually quite decent. Um, I don't, I got to go check it out in person. The video and pictures don't really help, but uh, yeah, there's one bedroom downstairs and, um, and a bathroom and the tub seems to be in good condition. So it, it might just be a quick little renovation as opposed to a development down there. Um, and then just replacing the cabinets and the, the appliances, etc. Um, and there's two furnaces. Very cool. Yeah. Two furnaces. So that's already set up a separate furnaces. So to be honest, I think we're just going to, just going to renovate it to update it, um, as it currently, like as it's already set up as a three plus one, um, with like an in-law suite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great that they already got the bathroom, like a, what do you call it? A, I always three piece. A full bath? Full bath, yeah. (laughs) Three pieces when there's... Okay, yeah, yeah. Three pieces, yeah. Big professional. (laughs) I always call it a full bath. (laughs) But anyways, it's got the, it's got the, it's got the tub and shower. So that's, that saves us a bunch of money. Like, with like getting that all set up. As long as it's in decent condition, we can just have it Mm -hmm. resurfaced. New tile, new toilet, new vanity, paint, light fixtures. Kitchen cabinets down there. Are you excited? I'm excited. Are, are you reading it all over my face? <laughs> yeah. What's the other one we got, Wayne? Oh. Uh, let's check the comments real fast here. Uh, Cody says, uh, back to uh, Cody, and uh, he had to be in Red Deer very early to train new employees. Mm. Lame. Fun. Ugh. Um, what is this conversation going on here? 
I don't know what conversation. Jeremy asking questions. Chris says almost legal with no context. I don't know if he's just trying to be funny. The sweet. Oh, he said two okay. furnaces. <laughs> okay. I always catch up on comments like three minutes yeah, after, and you're like, what was that related to? after I talked about it. So Glenn Allen neighborhood. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Yes. Is it? Think of what the address is. No, that would no, make that's, sense. no, that's the other house. Oh, <laughs> that's St. Albert. Wait, yeah. where did we buy the other one? St. I Albert? don't know. Let me check my count. What a, <laughs> what a gong show of an episode today. Um, <laughs> It is in uh, hmm. <laughs> It is in no no Maplewood. Maplewood, Brentwood, something like that. Um and then the other one is in uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Maplewood and Sherwood Park. I would assume the other one's in Glen Allen. Yeah, the other one's in Glen Allen. <clears throat> I'm assuming we're looking at the same property, uh, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, the other one is in um, uh, Glen Allen. That one there is a, a three-level split. Is that St. Albert? Uh, no, uh, Sherwood oh. Park. Oh, we bought two houses in Sherwood Park? We bought two houses in Sherwood oh, Park. interesting. Yeah, I think it's in Sherwood Park. <laughs> <clears throat> Yesterday was a bit of a day. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through today's uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday's day. Um, so we, uh, I don't remember the morning. <laughs> what the hell? I, I had to go to. I had to drive into the city at eight thirty oh, in the morning. Fuck, yeah, today was <laughs> yesterday was messed. Okay, yeah. So first things first. Um, we realized we didn't order. Um, I forgot to get shower um, tub and shower faucets and stuff, and our plumber. Um, I, I wasn't really, I'm like, Josh has been coordinating most of like the plumber stuff. So I just didn't Don't have it. Pass no, no, no. What Josh. I'm saying, what I'm saying is that I didn't Josh have is it. Josh a saint. Yes. He's incredible. And it is amazing that he's been like coordinating most of the stuff, but I totally forgot to make sure that the plumber had what he needed. So I didn't order like the tub and shower faucets, mm. um, last minute earlier this week remembered, oh shoot, I guess we need a vanity for the new downstairs bathroom that we're developing. Yeah. Like it just hasn't been top of my mind because he's been taking on all of the coordinating. Right. Yeah. So um so our plumber texted me um late Wednesday night when I was out with the girls. And was that one? Oh yeah, because today's yeah. Friday. Yeah. So that was late Wednesday night. And he's like, hey, so do you have like the faucets and stuff? We're thinking that we should probably put in some new lines and yada yada. I was chatting with Josh and this is what we're thinking. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And he's like, yeah, so we'll put in the new um, faucets. And he's like, we can supply those. And I'm like, oh, okay, just we need to make sure that they're matte black. And he's like, oh, we definitely don't have matte black. So can you grab those? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Do you need them tomorrow? <laughs> well, I think the reason why he was calling was because we also got a late night text from our, uh, from Tyler, the Tyler. Yes, 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 no, yes. Thomas, the Tyler. Thomas, the Tyler. Engine. Um, he, he got in from his last job um, late Wednesday as well and said, hey, I can start your project tomorrow. Yeah. So he's going to come in and tile the shower tomorrow. And we hadn't opened up the wall, done anything with the water lines, like anything. Yeah. So 
yeah. So then Josh and, and Chad had that conversation. Then Chad texted me and I was like, shit. <laughs> so yeah, it, right after the show yesterday morning, I was like, so Wayne, we need some faucets like now. And he's like, okay, uh, so I'll take Everly to school and you go find some faucets. <laughs> Apparently they're all sold out everywhere. Yeah, lots of the stock right now is either sold out or available for online purchase only. So most of the the, the faucets that I was finding were like four, five, six hundred dollars each. Some of the crazy ones were eight hundred to a thousand for like the full like shower tub um, faucet combination. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell no! I normally order them through Amazon. They have beautiful ones for um, like. 200 bucks instead of the regular ones in the stores start around like three. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty disappointed that I was losing out there, but yeah, I ended up, ended up finding some and they were a decent price. They were about two thirty each. So, um, remember there's a difference between, um, flips and rentals. So if it was a rental that I knew was going to get hard wear and tear, you don't want to cheap out on those and you might want to go with a nice Moen or whatever that has a, really sturdy, good system, but mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I had to run in and do that first thing in the morning. I was at Lowe's bright and early at like 8, 8.43 a.m., I think. Yeah. Burn back. <laughs> well, Wayne said I took too long. <laughs> I won't, I, I won't, I won't, uh, yeah, change this, this, your story. There's a lot to talk about, obviously, from yesterday. Yeah. The fact that you just like, just went for like a, he thinks I went for like a joy ride or like stopped for breakfast somewhere. <laughs> like, where the hell are you? Go get the faucet and come home. He's <laughs> convinced that she just stopped for Weber's Rancheros. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, well, I was in the store. So I was like, there's some good deals. So I'm walking around looking at other stuff. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you got a busy day. No. Gab stops for brunch. No, I didn't. But I did have to, I had to, so I had to go drop off the faucets. And so yeah. um, I also had some extra tiles in the back of the car that were for the Tyler, Thomas the Tyler, <laughs> that I had to drop off. And on Wednesday night before I met the ladies, I also stopped at um, HomeSense and found some nice mirrors there. So I had mirrors in the back. I had all sorts of stuff. So I got uh, got Josh to help me unload and then, yeah, just had to go over a few things, had a chat with Chad, the plumber. And yeah, so I was there, I was there for a little bit, but I eventually got home, yeah. had to get ready. We had to go within the hour that I got home. We had to leave. Because we had to get a bank draft to yeah. go to the lawyers to go sign the documents Yeah, for, uh, for the first house that we were buying. Um, during that time, while that was all happening, I was going through listings and uh, organizing what needed to be organized. Um, you know, for our current projects. And I, uh, and I told, uh, that was when I told uh, Calvin to put an offer on this place. Now we were still waiting on an offer from a day and a half before um, another property in Shore Park that we saw. Uh, when did he walk through that one? That would have been on Monday, right? Yeah. That, no so the, the, that one would have been on Monday. We saw that one when we were driving back from Calgary from Rapid Cash. Mm-hmm. And we've gone back and forth a couple of times. And to be honest, it had been 24 hours since we put in our last counter. So I, I figured we weren't going to get it. Um, 
went out. Uh, so this new property, I told him to told Calvin, hey, can you do a walkthrough for that? We got all ready, got downtown, and uh, that's when we the, the whole tacos and transaction thing happened. While I did the Facebook FaceTime walkthrough, went upstairs, saw Barry, and then I um, the bing. But Bing, uh, while I'm in the office, you know, Calvin's messaging me. He's got the offer ready. He's got everything all set. So I'm reviewing the offer, signing that while we're also signing all the mortgage documents and everything with Barry. Very, very busy. Um, we left there, got back to our vehicle, and I see oil underneath the car. And I'm like, fuck. Um, so sure enough, yeah, I could see like a ridiculous amount of oil was leaking. And... Uh, yeah, we ended up finding out shortly after that. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was. Long uh, rear main case or something like that. Rear I, main that seal was leaking. Rear main seal or whichever was leaking. So, um, yeah, these they're like, yeah, we're not touching this. You got to bring this to a Volkswagen dealer. And they said I wouldn't drive it. So I dropped Gabby off, left the vehicle there, called up Enterprise, one car in the Edmonton area, thank God, was available. It's so hard to get rental cars these days. Mm-hmm. So incredibly hard. So, you know, after all that stuff today, and I dropped Gabby off, and she picked up the kid, and I called her up and said, hey, uh, call Volkswagen, the closest Volkswagen, get our vehicle in, also get a tow truck to come and pick it up. I'm going to go get a rental car, and don't worry, I'll be home in time to take Everly to soccer. To take <laughs> She's all worried that, like, should I, I need to set my expectations. Is, is everything going to soccer tonight? I'm like, yeah, she'll go to soccer. I found the vehicle. No big deal. But, man, is it hard to get rental vehicles the mm-hmm. last few months. And, like, it, yeah. every it's time ridiculous. we need one, it's like there's there's none available. You got to book them well in advance. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, Gabby called the Volkswagen dealership, and they're like, yeah, it's just, just to get the transmission right, yeah. out. You need to drop the transmission ta- out, yeah. To take a peek at this, it's going to be $2,000 minimum, and then we'll see what's what's underneath. Well, there, if, if that's, in fact, all that it is, and that's, you know, they're taking the transmission out, and they're repairing that, getting the new parts for that, it will be 2000 But if they find anything else along the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is like for this vehicle, like we're driving a cheaper vehicle. Um, we've talked about this in the yeah. podcast before. Like we sold our new truck because like during the pandemic, it was like the perfect time to sell your yeah. vehicle. Sold it for more than what we paid. I mean, and a lot of people are doing that right now too. Like if you've got vehicles like and you want to you get the best return on them, like now is the time to sell. Um, but it's gotten to a point now just in the last few months. I was talking to, uh, to another gentleman uh, at the Rat the Cash workshop about this um there are like no new vehicles and used the the demand for used vehicles has gone up significantly where like even like used car dealerships like they're having trouble finding inventory inventory like prices are going up significantly it's 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 a silent little uh uh, pandemic epidemic whatever you want to call it um that no one's really talking about um but so like i'm not buying a new vehicle right now that would just be absolutely dumb i'm just gonna wait until everything kind of iron like figures itself out there's so many it really hurts to be putting two thousand bucks into this car though like really into a six thousand dollar car yeah like it's we're, we're just driving it right now and just wait until things just like level out and then we'll buy a new vehicle again but uh to buy to buy high on a new vehicle would be like a huge yeah, kick in stupid. the shorts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is it's it, this is equally as as um, 
as um, um, as bad. So it wasn't the greatest news. So like as I'm uh, finally got the car and I'm like I'm frantically trying to get home so I can, you know, just kind of take a breath and then we can take the kid to soccer and we had to eat which we had no time for. Um, I got a call from Calvin and 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 he's. <laughs> And I'm telling him about my horrible day and how busy it is. And he goes, oh, yeah, cool. I got some good news for you. Remember that house from uh, three days ago? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, I go into the house and just uh, Gab, I can just tell Gabby's like, would distraught be a, a decent? No, Gabby's just not herself. She's a little, little. Um... I had to. I had yeah i hadn't fed myself for everly and she's supposed to be getting ready for soccer and we had the cleaner coming today so i knew that i still had to like clean the house today i really hadn't practiced for her spelling test at all this week like i was just all of a sudden i was like adding up what had to be still had to be done mm -hmm. and I, I got a little stressed yeah 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 um so i was just trying to keep the house in order i uh you know i, I, have, I have a good i have a good attitude you know um i'm able to me and calvin actually talked about that I was laughing hysterically when that all that was going. He's like, you know what I love about you, Wayne? He's like, you get it. Like sometimes even when you're extremely busy, you just got to laugh. And even though it's like a really weird, hysterical, like villainous Crazy laugh, laugh <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, what are you going to do? You know, you just got to laugh about it and just got to keep moving. And, and he's the same way. He's a very busy guy. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I love that you just laugh, but you don't stress out. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyways, I'm just kind of like, just trying to keep the house all, you know, happy and and uh preventing people from losing their shit because the kids you know trying to get the kid out the door for soccer and not having supper and all that other nonsense this is, this is a whole different thing being a parent right and just as i'm leaving the door i'm like oh hey gab one last thing we bought a house and then just out the door door closed <laughs> and we're closing in 12 days oh, yeah. and then out the door <laughs> oh shit oh shit Yes, yeah, so that was about uh, what uh, five thirty, five o'clock. Five, yeah. And then Calvin called us at ten and let us know that we got the other house too. So, uh, yeah, it's a uh, bit of a busy day yesterday. Oh. But, but anyways, that's why I was a little interrupted with my sleep. Oh. Did we just come back around full circle? <laughs> I, I can do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, life of a real estate investor. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got their own different business. I mean, this is this just happens to be what our what our day sounds like from time to time. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking back on it, was it really is it really that much? I no, think it's it, just it was, it was just. A day. It was just a busy day. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, it's not really that much of a busy day. I think it's the fact that so much is getting added onto the list and mm -hmm. the list is already quite big. Mm -hmm. And then knowing what we have on our, on our schedule for the next two months, it's like, where is this going to fit in? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> me stressing out, like, are my contractors going to be able to handle this? Mm -hmm. I told them I was doing it. Mm -hmm. I told them it's coming. We have a, we have a new contractor team that um, we're bringing on and we told them about the first property. And then when we got the second one. We let them know a few days later or like when we were doing the walkthrough, Hey, you know, we have another property. We'd like you to do that one too. And they're like, Oh, okay, cool. 
And, uh, you know, I let them know our plans of scaling up and what we're planning on doing. And we want them to fulfill that role. And they're like, that's perfect. That aligns perfectly with what our business plans are. And that's what we want to scale up to. And we want to work with more investors like you. So it worked out great. And then a couple of days later, you know, I, I, I call them to let them know, hey, surprise, I have another one for you. So there's going to be three and they're all starting at the same time. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And then a few hours later, uh, at like 1030 last night, I, I text them again and be like, oh yeah, so there's a fourth. <laughs> so they're like, oh, thank God we're hiring. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's stressing out about that is, you know, this is all very new, new team. You know, are they going to be able to, to handle, I know they are, but it's, yeah. you know, um, we're feeling good about them. I, I feel very good about myself and what I'm capable of, but you know, um, talk other about people that are out of your control. Yeah. Sorry. Other people are out of your control. Out of the, yeah. Other people are out of our control. So that's, you know, that whole accountability thing. I was talking about one of my core values the other day. Um, it, it worries me a little bit. So it's more so uh worriness and uncertainty of like, is everything going to be lined up? Uh, will my lenders come through on these short timelines? Mm-hmm. Um, one, one deal is okay, but putting two deals through in 12 days and I need to contact them today to get that ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are they going to be able to come through? If they're not going to be able to come through, where am I going to be out on Monday or Tuesday when I get the no? Mm-hmm. You know, what are my backup plans? Yeah. Because at that point, I'm like eight to 10 days away for both. Yeah. So that's a very short timeline. Is my lawyer going to be able to handle that timeline? Mm-hmm. Um, if my, my lenders are unable to do it and I find out on Tuesday, the new lenders that I find, which I will find, I, I, I have enough confidence in myself and my resources and my network, but like, are they going to need handholding? Is this going to be their first time? Mm-hmm. What kind of terms do they have available? Am I going to get the same terms that I normally get? Um, do I need to negotiate? Do I don't have time for any of that stuff Yeah. because of the short timeline. I have to, I have to make sure that everything is going smoothly um, all the while with everything else going on yeah. and two projects finishing next week. Mm-hmm. So our Leduc and our St. Albert pro- properties are finishing next week. Um, so it's, it's, that's, uh, that's... Uh, Josh, we know that Leduc isn't finishing next week. I don't know why we're saying that. <laughs> oh, Josh, make sure it's done by Wednesday. It like it'll be like ninety nine percent done by the end of next week. Yeah, it's it's like painting trim and it's like painting trim and doors and like the last little bit of like vanities and toilets and stuff like that. So it's it's coming around the the last corner. So all of that is kind of like it's you know what I mean when you add on two new projects into that it's not like it's just like oh cool we got a new project send it off to the lawyer no there's yeah i know how to do it all but there's just the uncertainty of like will everyone do what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of stuff that kind of keeps you up a little bit but that's 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 what i i i, I bear that i i carry that weight you don't have gabby doesn't carry that gabby takes the list of them of million things that come with it um, and I, my role in this, in this business is to ensure that everything is, is, is growing and as well that I have a good network of people that I can rely on that we can, uh, lean on mm-hmm. as we continue. Yeah. So I, I consider my role in the business as, as chief growth officer. I ensure growth. CGO. CGO. And Gabby's more of a COO. Mm-hmm. I'm not liking all these comments from Jeremy. The what? older ones about VW and 
how expensive it is and it's not cheap. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. That little grandma vehicle was a was a really great vehicle. It was um it was owned by my grandma's best friend. Yes. And it was a true grandma vehicle. Yeah. Um, but you know, older vehicles, they just things happen with them. Yeah. It's not like the, you know, the brand new trucks that we've always had where it's like it's always under warranty. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and everything is brand new. So it's Yeah. But there's a trade-off, like we were making payments on that truck and stuff. And like, I I definitely talked Wayne into selling it. He didn't want to, but I'm in charge of um, the budget. We're very, we're, we're very keen on keeping our living expenses as low as possible because we're growing our business. Like it's not about, for us right now, it's not about like living in luxury. It's about like growing our business and doing everything we can and just like totally live in a low-key life until we're like okay let's go buy our dream house let's yeah. go like do all the things that we wanted to do but until then it's like keeping the budget tight and all those types of things so i get asked that question a lot of like you know um why don't you buy a bigger house or why don't you why are you living in one of your rental properties <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's all part of the plan yeah right um as gabby said it's like we are on our own path and on our own we have our own roadmap and we have goals of where we would need to be and i sunk a ton of money into our financing business a ton yeah. into research and development um so me leaving my job you know so that i could so that i could do and operate and build that business um it is a huge investment um that we don't really need to get too far into on the show but you know, I, I left my job so I can pursue that dream of, of building that business. Yep. Um, so that's where a large majority of our, our money goes because I want to build that business up to support us long term for our larger goals. Mm -hmm. um, and that's I think it's really important to share. And and it's it's humble and it's it's honest and transparent. And I, I, I do that with our coaching clients and with our mentees, but I don't do it so much on the podcast. But. You know. I always talk about beginning with the end in mind and we know where it is that we want to be and what, what kind of life we want and where, what we want to do when we wake up and where we want to be when we wake up and who we want to spend our days with and how we spend our days. Um, we're quite clear on that. We have it defined in order for us to reach that. Um, sometimes you, you need to stay, you need to make small sacrifices and you need to stay dedicated to your goals. And just because you're getting big paychecks, you know what I mean? Big bank drafts in your bank accounts, you know, at whatever, however many zeros does not mean that you go and you, you, you buy a new vehicle, mm -hmm. right? If you got eight digits in the bank, doesn't mean you go buy a, 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 a property all cash or sorry, a, um, a vehicle all cash. Like we could, but we don't because that doesn't our get goals, us move us forward. Yeah. Our our long term goals are more important to us. So yeah, we're we were at a point where we had our own house and it was nice. It was in a great neighborhood. I liked it. I loved it. But you know, we were looking at where we wanted our daughter to be on the journey. Um, and in that particular neighborhood, it was an old mature neighborhood, and it was a long walk to the school. And the school that we were currently, a private school we were currently taking our daughter to, it was like a 45-minute drive. Um, 
so it was like eating into our day and everything else. And then we, we had a vacancy come up at one of our rental properties and we're like, man, that school is like, right. Sorry. That house is right next door to that school right there. It's a brand new school. It's Catholic school. It's really great. And, uh, and my sister lives nearby. I'm like, why don't we just move into that rental property? Like, we don't need a big house. It's only the three of us. So we decided to move into the rental property instead. It's in a nice new neighborhood. It's right next to the school. We can walk our kids to school every day. We're nice and close to my sister and uh, our daughter's cousin. Uh, so they get to play. They can walk to each other's houses and play. And uh, it, it's pretty amazing because now, like, you know, since we did that, you know, our daughters made amazing friends. Um, and they all live within, like, a stone throw. Yeah. It's like all of her besties are, like, like right here. one is like six doors down and other ones on the other side of the street and other ones behind us. Like they're all within our community and she didn't have that mm -hmm. at her last neighborhood. Yeah. All the kids that she went to school with because it was a, a, a little private school um, in Glenora, they were, all of her friends were from all over the city. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you don't just like, you'd have to like be very intentional to set up a play date. Yeah. It's not like going knocking on someone's door. It's, um, it was tough, yeah. especially as like, and you know, like she would see, you know, kids walking home from school together from the school near us. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was tough to, to try to navigate that. So yeah, I think everyone's super happy here. And it's, and also considering like hugely family friendly neighborhood, like when we moved in here, it was a shock to just like look out the window and just see like hordes of families going for like the, their evening walk and yeah. bike ride and stuff. We were like, what is this? Cause we were just in this little like sleeper neighborhood where I it's love like, that neighborhood. it was quiet. It was quiet. And, but it was, it was like all original owners, like yeah. all old people and like no action, nobody out walking. Like you'd see somebody walking a dog every once in a while, but like, yeah, here it's just like hustle and bustle of like families and kids run into the playgrounds and so yeah it's you made a decision yeah. that the, this is for our daughter and not for us mm -hmm. it doesn't make a huge difference to us i mean like we work from home so mm -hmm. it, i could i could be anywhere anywhere yeah um because i work from as long as i got my office and my internet connection and gabby's got her office and her internet connection yeah we're good so it's yeah. uh people get caught up with wanting yeah, definitely the luxuries and one in it too soon. Like way work, too soon. Yeah, work to establish, you know, where you want to be. Get where you want to be before you start buying the dream house and the dream furniture and the dream car and the dream staging of, you know, mm -hmm. the house and all that kind of stuff. Well, a lot of people are concerned about what people are going to think about them. Mm -hmm. And trust me, that was a big thought of mine too. I'm like, okay, like, well, people are going to like see that we're living in like a, uh, a no condo fee townhouse and people are going to judge it. You know, what are they going to think about us? You know, they're expecting us to be in a much bigger house. Like, you know, fuck them. I don't give a shit. Like, to be honest, like it yeah. for real. And same thing. Like when I sold my truck too, I'm like, I'm driving around in a 2009 Tig one. And I'm like, Oh man, people are going to judge us for it. Cause I'm all, like me, even me, I am concerned about what people are going to think about me, which is so freaking dumb. Well, we talk about image a lot and we talk about how people are perceiving you to True. find partners to work with and that type of thing. So True. I think it was less of like personally what people think about us, like, Oh, they're going to judge us. But like, no, these are people who could be working with us and like, what are they thinking of our successes and like all that kind of stuff. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So it is, it's, it's top of mind. Um, so it, it, it's a bit of a struggle because we're trying to make the best decisions for ourselves and to get us to our goals as quickly as possible. See, I, I'm not going to buy a brand new vehicle 
and a, and a, and a bigger house that's going to set me back three more years or two more years from my goals. You know what I mean? Can you see that? Yeah. <clears throat> I can, I can go one way. I can go the other way. And, and, but if, if I go the way that I'm trying to impress people, it's going to set me back two years mm-hmm. roughly on getting to our dream goal, which is so dumb. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Consider that when, when you're thinking about, you know, trying to, to get enough cash flow to leave your job or to, or to, you know, get to the point where, you know, you buy your dream home. I would consider looking at your expenses first. You can shave off a few grand in cash flow just by looking at your personal expenses of the dumb shit that you're buying every day. Mm-hmm. The dumb shit that you don't need. Um, Tammy has a great comment here. She says, I have a friend who complains to me that they'll never be able to afford to buy a home. But the next conversation was telling me about the brand new $60,000 vehicle they bought. Priorities speak for themselves. Yeah. 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 It's, um, I always come back to this. Like it's your, your concern about what people are going to think about you are holding you back from your dreams. And it's so dumb. In so many ways. It's so dumb. So many ways. Not just about the the house and the vehicle, but about a lot of things. I'm 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 literally watching it unfold right now with our daughter. She's not listening, right? No. Okay, good. Um, she doesn't like when we talk about her. <laughs> um I'm literally watching it unfold right now. I and mean, I was talking to another mom about this um two days ago when we were sitting at the park. Um we are literally watching our daughter's innocence like crumble because like she's just about to turn seven and she's in grade one right now. And there was a huge, huge transition in grade one. And I watched it unfold because up until then, you know, your kid, for those of you who have kids, you know, your four-year-old, your three-year-old, they are just full of so much confidence, mm-hmm. so much confidence. <clears throat> They're willing to do anything to show you, to impress you, you know what I mean? And, and, and so long as you just keep going, yeah, that's amazing, sweetie. Or yeah, that's awesome, bud. Keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool cartwheel. Keep practicing. Yeah. And there's so much, you know, they get so much um, positive feedback from you. Right. And they can't do anything wrong. And they're, they're never concerned about what people are going to think. And they're just willing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just the, 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 the sheer amount of confidence that a child has. Yeah. And then they go into grade one. And then we start watching, you know, just this year, within the first or second week of grade one, our kid comes home and starts telling us who has a crush on who. And of course, they don't know what the hell a crush is and, you know, they, and everything else. It's not sexual or anything. But, like, I remember in grade one, that stuff was happening with me, too. I remember. I'm like, fuck, that wasn't grade one. Or everybody started, like, one person says that they have a crush on this person, then that becomes the narrative. Like, oh, you have a crush on this person. No, I have a crush on this person. And then it just kind of, and then, mm-hmm. like, the little hints of jealousy start sneaking in. And people start getting judged for who they have a crush on, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, I watched her every morning. She's starting to get more and more concerned about how her hair looks. Mm-hmm. Right? Because one little shithead is going to say that my daughter has, her hair looks dumb. And that'll be the first moment. That'll be the first time she ever loses her confidence. Yeah. And it's it's literally happening right now. And I can't protect my little girl anymore. You know what I mean? Like you want you want to just to con- her to continue to have that confidence for the rest of her life. 
just to go and do amazing things. But literally right now it is unfolding. She is losing her confidence and her innocence. And now she's starting to be concerned about what other people are thinking. This is when it happens. Mm -hmm. Grade one. And it's only going to get worse and worse and worse before she's second guessing everything that she wears, everything that she says, everything, everyone that she hangs out with. Suddenly the friends that she, her best friends and you know, the first day of grade one, she's not going to hang out with them anymore because somebody else says, oh, that person's stupid. Why would you hang out with them? Yeah. And those relationships are going to crumble. And that the other kids thinking to themselves, like, I thought we were best friends. Why are you not friends with me anymore? And then our daughter says, ugh. You know what I mean? And then, well, hopefully we don't raise hope, that I kid. Hope, I, I hope so. <laughs> you know what I mean? That might just happen to her too. Maybe I, I, I hope to God that that doesn't happen to her. Yeah. That's just the heartbreak of a, you know, a child to experience that, mm-hmm. to think that you have to trust another friend so much that, you know, hugs and I miss you. I'll see you tomorrow. And then one day you come in and your friend doesn't want to give you a hug and they give you a, ugh, you're disgusting. I can't believe you're wearing that t-shirt. Yeah. Influence. In front of everybody. In front of everyone else and everyone's going to point and laugh and our kid's going to experience that and it's coming soon if she hasn't already and she's going to come home and she's not going to want to share it with us because she's too afraid and ashamed because she doesn't trust us anymore either. So she's going to hold it underneath to herself in her bedroom She's going to go hide away listening to music. You are doom and gloom. No, this is, <laughs> do you understand why I'm bringing this up though? This is where it starts. Yeah. Trying to impress other people. This is literally where it starts. And I'm literally, I'm stuck. I, how do you, like, how, how can you not see it coming to parents? I mean, I know you can relate. It's, it's, it's fucking terrible. As a parent, I like, fuck, I want to go to school and make sure she's okay. I <laughs> we're sitting at the playground and, um, and one of Everly's best friends was was on a, she was feeling left out because they're twins. Um, her twin sister and Everly went off and played and she called um, to them and they didn't, they didn't come back. And she, I could just see that the, the yeah. girl was like, she felt like, oh, left she out. chose my other sister in, uh, instead of me. And I just kind of watched it and I felt really bad for the kid. And I, I'm like, hey, kid, you know, I said something stupid, just a, like a dad thing. Um, so they shouldn't feel bad. And, um, so she's sitting and she's like staring off into the distance on the swing and some other douchebag kid. And it's like a year older comes over and goes, Hey, you're sitting in my friend's swing. <laughs> so grade two comes up to a grade one and I'm just this little prick. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I'm just like clenching. And, and I looked over at her mom who's sitting next to me and I'm like, you have any idea how hard I'm holding back right now? <laughs> I said, I don't want to be the dad that goes over and kicks the shit out of that kid too. <laughs> but like, even though that's not my kid and it's your kid, like I'm seriously holding back right now. And she goes, yeah, well, kids just got to experience that. And she goes, besides, I mean, the principal's over there and you don't want to be the, the, the dad that beat up a grade two. And then your daughter sees you getting carried away by the principal. So, but it, I don't know, maybe it's just being a dad to a daughter. But uh, the reason why I bring all this up is because this is where it all started for you too. Mm-hmm. This is where it all started. This is where you were shaped. This is where you were shaped. Those dumb fucking moments 
where that, you know, you were telling all these really amazing jokes and everybody was laughing until the day they didn't laugh anymore. And suddenly you didn't tell jokes anymore. Yeah. Right. The day you started dressing differently to impress other people. And then when you dress, dressed that way, another group came over to you and said, I can't believe you're wearing those big fucking baggy jeans and that echo sweater. Because <laughs> you were just trying to fit in with one group. Another group said something. Right. And it just fucks with your confidence. And you're not willing to do anything anymore because you're just too concerned about what people are going to say about you. Mm-hmm. So you dress basic. You hide away. You don't say anything. You stop speaking your mind because you're afraid of someone is going to speak up and, and tell you that it's wrong. Here we are today. You're too chicken shit to do the thing that's right for you and your life and your goals and your family because you're afraid of what other people are going to think. Because that's something someone said to you 30 years ago. I remember this shit. Yep. It's important to study why the way you are. It's all, yeah, it, it is. I, I was going to, I guess I was just about to say that in a different way is that like if you lack confidence somewhere, if you are, um, you know, you have something that just keeps holding you back. It's really important to sit with that and say, where did, where was this established? Where did this belief come into play? Was it something that somebody said? Was it how I was treated by uh, someone who was important to me? Was it like, where did, where was this established? And let that shit go. Like when you realize that point where you realize where something comes from, And you're like, holy shit, this has been holding me back my entire life because of something that somebody said or something that somebody did. When you realize and pinpoint that, it is so freeing. That's called healing. That's called like when you start letting shit go and and opening up who you actually are and being able to be you and be free of those restraints that were put on you at a certain point in your life. That is some amazing shit. But people are scared to sit with it and to think, why am I like this? Where did this come from? It's scary. It's not comfortable. But what happens in the comfort zone? Nothing. This is where the comfort zone was developed. This is where the comfort zone was developed. You wonder where where it came from. Yeah. It's sad. I'm watching my kid go through it right now. And there's nothing I can do about it. I don't want to talk about anything else because I think this is the most valuable thing that you can think about this week. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to think long and hard about it this weekend. Any other question I read or any other thing I talk about in the next couple of minutes is just going to distract you from, from really focusing in on what was talked about today. I hope one person, just one person who's listening today will actually, it'll click with them. And they'll then they'll get, just give it up. They'll give up whatever it is that's holding them back. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, we'll see you on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. <laughs>